Welcome to Jacksonville.Radio. We're a family of radio stations serving the Jacksonville and South Georgia areas. As a service to our community, we highlight organizations and events that help make this area the best place in the country to live. Thank you for listening to Our North Florida Neighborhood. Hey, and welcome to North Florida Neighborhood. I'm Colby. And North Florida Neighborhood, it's all about getting to know our neighbors and hearing what really great stuff they're doing with us in force in our community. And today, the neighbor we get to chat with, it's Nisi Lee. She's the sponsor chairman with the Salvation Army, specifically chatting about the Celebrity Chef event. Nisi, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Colby. I'm excited to talk about our big event coming up. So, Nisi, first give me a rundown on what the Salvation Army is all about. Well, our logo is doing the most good. Mm. And you'll see that uh, when there are disasters, we're the first in and the last out. Locally, we have um, an adult rehabilitation center that helps men get their lives back on track when they've uh, maybe gone down the wrong path. Uh, We also have um, uh, family services in our downtown area. We feed folks three meals a day. I mean, it's just an incredible Mm. organization. And you guys are here in Jacksonville. Yes, and all the funds raised at our event will stay right here in northeast Florida. And so when you raise these funds, how are you guys dispersing them? Because you guys do so much good. Exactly. We actually have all the program um, managers give us wish lists Mm. and uh, the dollars uh, associated with those different needs. And so by the end of the event, we look at our funds raised and we try and meet every wish that has come our way. We have bought vehicles, we have bought freezers, convection ovens, mattresses, you name it. We have provided scholarships back when we had a child development center. We provided scholarships for homeless children. Uh, We just, we try and spread it out across all of their programs. So we're going to talk about the Celebrity Chef event because you guys host a lot of events to help bring money to what all the programs you do so tell me about Mm -hmm. this event well the celebrity chef this year will be our 36th annual event wow Uh, for the last two years we have had to put the event on hold primarily because of covid concerns we hold the event at the prime so the first year the city basically said you can't do it Mm -hmm. the second year we were concerned that folks maybe not be comfortable coming out but things have opened up now and we are so excited we have had some chefs Um, Some of our celebrity chefs have been waiting for two years (laughs) to be on board, and we're so excited that several of them calendars allowed them to continue their commitment to us. We've got an incredible um, menu that has come together. The celebrities provide us with three recipes each. We then have to taste all those recipes, and we put together a menu for the day, and we call it a tasting luncheon so that uh, we have enough for everybody. But the, the... the recipes will be provided to every attendee in a booklet. So you'll leave actually with a cookbook with these amazing recipes and these wonderful, we call them celebrity chefs, although this year we actually have uh, two chefs that are actually professional chefs um, that will actually uh, be serving their favorite dishes. One gentleman you might uh, be familiar with, Dennis Chan, he owns the Blue Bamboo. And he has a national uh, award-winning uh, recipe for a mandarin orange cake, and he's going to be uh, serving that for us. And then we also have uh, Vernetta Stewart, who is preparing or has given us a recipe for a sweet potato cobbler, and she actually is the chef for Ronald McDonald House. Wow. So 
we we have a lot of really interesting folks. Um, we have got uh, you know celebrities, uh, business owners here in town. Brian Wolfberg, um, the CEO of Vistar, and um, you know it just goes across the board. We we involve the whole community to help us put this event on. So are these chefs that are celebrities, or are they celebrities in their cooking for you guys? They are celebrities who have provided us recipes, and then the primes, the prime will actually prepare the food for, you know, five or 600 people, and our celebrities will serve it the day of. Wow! That is so fun. I want to do it next year. Well, you know what? <laughs> You're going to be speaking at our, our auxiliary this Monday, so we'll talk more about that. <laughs> so where is this happening, Nisi? It is going to be at the Prime Convention Center. There's free parking. Uh, the tickets are $30, and they can be purchased online. Uh, I'll also give you a phone number for that. But um, the Prime allows us to uh, really spread out. And the most exciting piece of this event is uh, what we call our silent auction. We will have probably close to 300 items that will be available for people to bid on. And when the auction closes, you'll walk out the door with some great deals. We've had some uh, wonderful donations of themed baskets. Um, We've got lots of dinner coupons and um, some really neat items that have been donated to the Adult Rehabilitation Center, the thrift store. Y'all might be Mm -hmm. familiar with it. I mean, we've got a gorgeous grandfather's clock. We've got some incredible lamps, some furniture, Oriola rugs. I mean, just you just don't know what's going to be available to you at that silent auction. And again, everything that you're spending money on, it goes right back into the Salvation Army here in Jacksonville. Exactly. Um, this year, some of our um, wishes will be um, spread out across the programs. And one of the things that we love to do is support the toy shop the Angel Tree Program, which happens at Christmas time. Uh, last year, we served over 4,000 children where we actually provide um, their wishes that they give us. Um, we call it helping the, the, um, the families that are in need, but they do go through a qualifying process. It's, it's not just a giveaway. Um, the, the working poor, that's what we like to call it, helping the working poor. And Nisi, tell me, these tickets are $30. What comes with the ticket? With the ticket, you get to stroll around the convention center eating from each one of the booths. Mm. There'll be over 10 booths of food. And I didn't even mention some of the delicious food, but um, Alan Worley with the Money Pages has given us a recipe for hot buffalo chicken dip, which I personally made and tested for our group, and it is so delicious. Um, And then we also have... um, Heavenly Chocolate Creations that'll be there with some desserts that they have uh, customized for us. And, um, you know, it's everything from appetizers, salads, sides, entrees, and desserts. Wow. So you'll leave with a full stomach for sure, but um, you'll also leave with the cookbook with all the recipes, and hopefully uh, you'll leave with some uh, silent auction items in hand. Mm-hmm. And how did you pick these celebrities to help represent the Salvation Army? Well, you can imagine over 36 years of Mm. doing this, we have pretty much exhausted a lot of the well-known names, but every year we have new folks that come to the surface. Um, And so, you know, we'll we'll usually look at what's going on in the city and who who we, who knows who, (laughs) um, that kind of thing. Um, We have got the um, symphony choral director this year. Uh, I mentioned Alan Worley with Money Pages. We've got Bill Brim, who is actually the Lutheran uh, Social Services uh, Coordinator. 
Um, so we sort of spread it out across the 501c3s mm-hmm. to try and give everybody an opportunity. Oh, wow. the, the president of uh, Florida State College, John Avendano, is going to be one of our chefs. So uh, I've sort of name dropped quite a few people, but, um, you know, we just we have a committee that uh, evaluates who and uh, who's available. And then we throw out the invitations and um, every now and then we'll get an actual celebrity chef as we have this year. But um, it's a misnomer to call them chefs. They're really <laughs> celebrities. And Nisi, this is the 36th annual event of the Celebrity Chef event. What are you most excited about? Well, you know, we had to put it on the shelf for two mm-hmm. years. So we've got new members of our auxiliary that have been working for almost a year wow. to put this event on. And they've never been to one before. <laughs> so I'm excited. Even our new majors, uh, Candace and Keith Biggers, have never been to a Celebrity Chef. So we're excited that we are back back on the calendar, and um, for everybody that comes, it's just such a wonderful opportunity. Uh, you spend the day. We we actually have companies that are buying tables. You know, like they'll bring ten people from their office and let it be sort of a lunch out for the day. Um, there's just so many wonderful things, and the beautiful orchids that are on our tabletops. We'll have a few extra centerpieces. Some people will walk away with an incredible orchid uh, to remember the event by. Um, and I, I think that's that's the key, mm-hmm. is just uh, giving the community an opportunity to see what Salvation Army is doing here locally. And you guys do events throughout the year. What other events do we have to look forward to, Nisi? Well, this past year, we actually did a Christmas in July. Uh, because we couldn't do Celebrity Chef back in March, we decided we, we had a bunch of auction items. We wanted to get, get them you know, in people's hands. So we did a Christmas in July, and that's sort of up in the air whether we'll continue with that, but it was highly successful. And then um, we provide Easter uh, baskets for the children that are staying at our social services, uh, the towers downtown. Uh, so that's something that our auxiliary uh, participates in. And also feeding uh, around Thanksgiving, the collection of canned goods, and, um, and then we roll right into Christmas. So we're a very busy board. We do take summer off, <laughs> but um, we're very busy for nine months out of the year for sure. And Nisi, tell us again when and where the Celebrity Chef event is happening. It is April 7th, which is a Thursday. It is from 11 to 1, and it is at the Prime. Tickets are available by calling uh, 301-4841. Or you can go online to the Salvation Army NEFL, which stands for Northeast Florida, Tickets are available online that way. We will sell them at the door, but we really need to have sort of a head count, an idea, so the Prime will be sure and cook enough food for us. And there is a lot going on with this event. Are y'all in need of volunteers? You know, I'm so glad you asked that. We would welcome some volunteers on our setup day, which is April 6th. Uh, It's Wednesday at the Prime. Um, If you wanted to volunteer, we we usually prefer that our auxiliary members, um, you know, actual members of our women's auxiliary, are, are there to volunteer on the day of the event. But if they have any interest, someone wants to hear more about our volunteer opportunities, they can also call that number 301-4841 and speak with Darlene. She is our Salvation Army um, representative that, that keeps us on track. Okay, and again, this is happening April 7th. Where, where is it happening, Nisi? At the Prime Osborne Convention Center downtown, 1000 Water Street. Give me that website one more time. Uh-huh, Salvation Army. N-E-F-L dot org. 
Okay, Nisi, thank you so much for all you're doing in our community. We're so excited for this event, especially after a two-year hiatus. Thanks for being such a great neighbor in your neighborhood. Thank you, Colby. Look forward to seeing you this week. Thank you for listening to Our North Florida Neighborhood. Listen again next week. And if you have an event or organization you'd like highlighted, please contact Colby King at Colby, C-O-L-B-I, at jacksonville.radio. Jacksonville.radio. We're a family of radio stations serving the Jacksonville and South Georgia areas. As a service to our community, we highlight organizations and events that help make this area the best place in the country to live. Thank you for listening to Our North Florida Neighborhood. Hey, and welcome to North Florida Neighborhood. I'm Colby. And North Florida Neighborhood, it's all about getting to know our neighbors and hearing what really great stuff they're doing with us and for us in our community. And today, the neighbor we get to chat with, it's Melissa Lampignana. She's a founder of Jacksonville Business Connections. Melissa, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me, Colby. So you guys have an event coming up. It's a Hop Into Spring event. When is this taking place? This is taking place April 16th at the World Golf Hall of Fame. And what's this event all about? This event is really just, you know, celebrating the community. That's what we try to do, bring the community out. Our events are typically free, and we just like to see everybody be able to have something to do. And it's um, going to be at the World Golf Hall of Fame outdoors, and we'll have, like, vendors and food and a bunch of activities. It's happening April 16th. And tell me about the vendors you're going to have at the Hop Into Spring event. We always have such a range of vendors. We have about 60 signed up so far, and that's ranging from food trucks, crafters, uh, retails local in the area, sponsors. Um, But this event, we actually will have an egg hunt, and we'll have the Easter Bunny there for a meet and greet. So it'll be a fun time. What time does this event start? This event is 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. What time is the egg hunt? Say we don't want to stay for anything but that. (laughs) The egg hunt is going to be split up by ages, so it actually is throughout the event Mm. from 9 to 12, and it's sectioned off by age. And if anybody wants to kind of find out more information and what time they are, they can go to either Facebook or our website and look up Jacksonville Business Connections. Okay, and with a lot of your events, you have a ton of hands-on activities. What kind of activities will you have at this event? We'll have a bounce house, face painter, um, someone making balloon decorations. We might be able to get um, a couple dance performances out there. We're still working on that. Um, And, like, taking pictures with the Easter Bunny. And those are kind of the activities we'll have. You already have 60 vendors, but are there open places for more vendors? Yes, absolutely. Usually when we have our outdoor events, we have such 
a wide amount of space we can work with, and we love to have as many vendors that want to come out and reach the community. And then what about volunteers? Is that a need? Oh, yes. We could always use volunteers to help with the egg hunt or if they even want to um, help doing any kind of activity that's around the event. Uh, definitely. They can still reach out to us via Facebook or our website, Jack using Jacksonville Business Connections. And allergies can be super funky nowadays. What will the eggs be stuffed with? Um, There will be a variety, but we can't control what eggs the kids will pick. But we do put stickers, uh, little kids' rings. Some are filled, obviously, with candy, um, bracelets, like the little rubber bracelets. So there is a variety. um, So anybody is welcome to come and join. What are you most excited about for this event? Because this one's really fun. Yeah, this is our fourth annual event. So this is our fourth year doing it, and it really is fun seeing all the community be able to come out. And we've been trying to bring events to the World Golf Village for the last nine years, and now that the growth in this area is really picking up, it's fun to see all the families come out and that there's something free for them to do in their local community. Mm -hmm. How will it differ from the years past event? I think it will be similar. We just, you will just see, um, I think every year we get a little bit more community involvement uh, with the more awareness around our events and what we bring to the community. Mm -hmm. And how can businesses partner with you guys? They can either call or they can go to our Facebook or website and just search Jacksonville Business Connections and then they'll reach me, Melissa, and I can provide them the vendor application or it is on our website too. But we love to partner with businesses and um, that's one of our main missions is really to connect business to community. And this event is happening April 16th, the Hop in the Spring event at the World Golf Hall of Fame. What other events do you have that's coming up? So actually the same day, we're actually doubling up for the community. Ooh. So that event, the fourth annual Hop in the Spring is, is from 9 to noon. And then right after that, from 1 to 5, we're going to have our second annual uh, St. Augustine Veg Fest. Oh, okay. In, in the same spot. Yes, it's, it's the world, the Outdoor World Golf Hall of Fame, it's around a big lake. So we'll set up vendors for the morning event, and then there's another area near the IMAX that we set up for the Veg Fest. And there's so much space out there. Um, so, yeah, it'll be just tons of events and vendors happening that day. So it'll be great. What is a Veg Fest? So a Veg Fest, it really is about bringing diversity um, and really committing to educating the community on a plant-based lifestyle. Um, in no way is it pushed on people. It's just something that really has become popular in the last few years is for education on this topic. But everyone is welcome. If you are a meat eater, this is not um, make like this is not inclusive to only certain um, people. We invite everyone to come, and a lot of people really enjoy the food trucks and different things that are vegan that they really are surprised at how great the food tastes you said this is going to be kind of educational what in what way we will have talks at the event we are still getting those set up with what the topics will be and who will be speaking um but this is an outdoor event so um the talks will be uh, near like a, a grassy area so if you do want to come and listen just bring like a blanket or a towel 
and uh, enjoy the different talks that we have. We will be getting those listed on our Facebook event page soon with the times and who and topics. Um, so that will be part of it. Are there certain vendors that you're excited about for that one? Usually for me, <laughs> it's anything with the food. It always tastes so amazing. <laughs> I'm always like, how is someone making something? For, let's just say, for example, it's a vegan burger. And you're yeah. like, this tastes amazing. And I always love eating the food and trying different things. I walk around and talk to all the vendors and find out their passion in and around the vegan lifestyle and the products they're making. And I find it very fascinating and interesting. Event like this, would it be fun for all ages, you think? Oh, yeah, definitely. We'll still have the bounce house, the face painter. Uh, we'll still have all that stuff out there for the kids. This is very family-friendly, pet-friendly. Um, it is free parking in the World Golf Village and, again, a free event. So it's a great opportunity to get out with the family. And you said this is your second year doing it. What kind of response did you get last year? Yeah, we were really excited for our first year. We didn't know what kind of response we'd get, but we, I say we had at least five, five to 600 people. That's, that's really good for a first year event. And how is it gonna differ from last year's? I think that um, hopefully with it being a second year and we're growing the kind of awareness of the event, uh, hopefully more people, uh, more vendors and uh, just really getting the word out there for the community to come and support the event. And the Veg Fest that's happening April 16th, also at the World Golf Hall of Fame. How can we find out more information about that one, Melissa? That one also, all our events are always listed on our website with the applications or Facebook is an easy go-to and you just really search for this one, you can search St. Augustine Veg Fest or Jacksonville Business Connections. We have everything linked. So either way, you're going to come across the St. Augustine Veg Fest information. And say we're busy that day. What other events do you have that we can look forward to? Let's see. So if, if they can't come to April 16th to either of those events and they really want to do something for spring, if they do want to head down to... Uh, downtown Jacksonville, April 9th, will be there with the Easter Bunny and uh, Easter eggs. And then also in the World Golf Village, so if they're local to World Golf Village, April 10th will be in the World Golf Village at Elite Miles with the Easter Bunny again. We will be giving away uh, Easter Bunny baskets and um, we'll have eggs hidden around that event. So the, we have so much going on for the community if it's spring events. Okay, so fun. And how can we get connected with Jacksonville Business Connections on a different level? Uh, a different level, we are kind of all over the place. We are in magazines, we do radio interviews, we do live interviews. But really the best way is either to contact me directly if there's any questions or wanting to get involved in upcoming or future events is just really going to our website or Facebook. Um, and just following us and, and keeping updated on all these awesome free events that we host for the community. Okay, and again, the Hop into Spring Festival that's happening April 16th at the World Golf Hall of Fame. And then the Veg Fest that's happening the same day, April 16th at the World Golf Hall of Fame. Melissa, we're so excited and thanks for being such a great neighbor in our neighborhood. Thank you so much for having me again, Colby. Thank you for listening to Our North Florida Neighborhood. Listen again next week. And if you have an event or organization you'd like highlighted, please contact Colby King 
at Colby, C-O-L-B-I, at jacksonville.radio. Easter is approaching and there is definitely beauty for ashes. We're gonna invite you to join us at Impact Church on Saturday, April the 16th at 6 o'clock p.m. or Sunday, April the 17th at 8 a.m., 10 a.m. or 12 noon for a word that is designed just for you. You can either meet us in person at Impact Church in the Regency Square Mall or online at weareimpact.com. We have a lot of surprises waiting for you on Easter Sunday, and so we'd love to see you worship with us that day. Imagine buying a new car. It performs well and gets you where you need to go every time. But what happens if you don't get regular oil changes or tune-ups? The car starts to wear down and eventually stops working for you. Your marriage works the same way. If you consistently invest in marriage maintenance, your relationship can last a lifetime. Tune up your relationship with Live the Life's free Adventures in Marriage Workshop. Learn easy ways to communicate effectively, express anger in a healthy way, and meet your spouse's needs. Adventures in Marriage is free, fun, and engaging. It will provide you with the skills to refill your partner's love tank. To register, visit LiveTheLifeNLFE.org. Registration ends on September 7th and spaces limited. Go to livethelifenefl.org and see Adventures in Marriage. Funding for this project was provided by the United States Department of Health and Human Services Administration for children and families. Grant number 90B0021. These services are available to all eligible persons regardless of race, gender, age, disability, or religion. While others are hiring, we're growing our family. With several Jacksonville area office sales and field opportunities available, come join the Covenant Roofing family. When they hire you on here, they want it to be the last job you apply for, honestly. And that's completely different than any other roofing company that I've worked for prior. From the first day I was hired on, I was treated like family. Make this the last job application you ever fill out. Visit us at covenantroofl.com employment. Covenant Roofing, the difference is the promise. Welcome to Jacksonville.Radio. We're a family of radio stations serving the Jacksonville and South Georgia areas. As a service to our community, we highlight organizations and events that help make this area the best place in the country to live. Thank you for listening to Our North Florida Neighborhood. 
welcome to North Florida Neighborhood. I'm Colby. And North Florida Neighborhood, it's it's really great. It's all about getting to know our neighbors and hearing what really sweet stuff they're doing with us and for us in our community. And today, the neighbor we get to chat with, it's Miss Wanda Cox. She's a Jacksonville coordinator with Green Heart Exchange. Wanda, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to talk to you today. I'm so looking forward to this conversation. Now, Wanda, give me a rundown on what Green Heart Exchange is all about. Well, Green Heart Exchange is um, about bringing international students to the U.S. to spend a school year and to be fully immersed in English but to also have a welcoming family experience. And we are just trying to bring those families together who have an interest and a desire to bring a little bit of culture into their home and to really open their heart and their home up to a kid and kind of treat, treat them as their own kid. Wow. So you're literally opening up your home to strangers with the intention of just <laughs> yeah. loving on them, showing them what America is all about. All right. So how do you even start this? Um, you mean like the process? Yes. To do it? Or? Yes. Say, okay. I, okay. I want to open my home up to a high school student that lives in Ger- Germany. How do I do that? Yes. Yes. Well, um, what I tell people, one, because we're talking to me, if you're in the Jacksonville area or 120 miles around this area, you could contact me. But I want it to be a much bigger view because we place students all across the United States. So if anyone listening to this knows someone, a family member, a friend, or, you know, want to pass the word on, we have local coordinators all over the U.S. So what the best way to do it is to go to greenheartexchange.org. And there's a place there that says, I'm interested in hosting. And you would fill out a little quick form that just has your name, your phone number, your email, how you heard about it. And what happens is that gets sent off to the main headquarters in Chicago, and it goes into a database. You'll get an email back. It says, here's your login and your password if you decide to move on and fill out an application. But it also says someone will be calling you. Well, if you're in this area, that someone is me, (laughs) and I will be calling you. And I would be saying, hey, this is great. What questions do you have? And then I'm there to help the process, whether it's to help you fill out the application, answer your questions. And then once you go through the application, it requires background checks for anyone over 18 in your house. Um, You also have to provide some pictures of your home. So we just see that the kid has a, a room to sleep in and a bed and whatnot. And then you have a background check done, and you give me a couple of references that I can call non-family members but friends who know you and love you. And I call them and just kind of, you know, check you out. And then from that point, once all that's done, and we go in the database and we look for that student. So you said, hey, I have an interest in hosting someone from Germany. I go in, and right now we have lots of kids from Germany, Poland, Spain. Um, I go in, and I find a kid that kind of matches some of the things that you've told me. Hmm. Maybe you, Kobe, likes rollerblading, or you're a tennis player, or you really love reading and books and whatever. And you say, it would be great if I had someone share some of my common interests. And we like that because... We believe that's going to be a more successful placement if you have common interests. So I go in there and look and try to find students that kind of match what I think is a good fit. And I show you four or five of these students and their bios. And you look at them and you talk to your family about them or whatever the case may be. And you make a decision like, yeah, I want that one. And then we notify them and they're placed, so to speak. And it means that one's going to be yours. And a lot of times you will have communication with them, maybe through Zoom or email before they get here. But then they will arrive at the end of August for the school year. 
So even though we'll place them around this time frame, it's for the upcoming school year. And then how far in advance do we need to reach out and say, hey, this is something I want to do? This is the time right now, Kobe. <laughs> so we are accepting applications right now. And we, are, we do have like state guidelines and whatnot. So with the public schools, we have a deadline, I believe, of May 1st. So really, this is the key time that we are uh, talking to families and asking them to put in their application. And we are working with that right now. So this is the time to do it or to at least reach out and say, I'm interested. You're not committed by saying you're interested. You're not committed by filling out the application. You're showing an interest. And as we work through that, you know, you can decide and until you accept that student. say that's the one I want. You know, you're not committed to that. And if something changes in your, your house or your circumstances, you know, that's going to influence whether you take the child or not. And I keep calling them a child, but let's say a young, a young adult. These are teenagers okay. 15 and a half to 18 years old. Okay, and is this something where they would stay with you for the entire school year, not just a semester? Yes, ma'am. Um, they, they do have some um, situations where they do place half year, and I believe over the years have had some where they may come a month or six weeks, but we don't have too many of those, and that changed a lot through the pandemic. So right now, we're really just focusing on those full uh, school years. Um, but yes, they would. They would come and live with you, like I said, and be a part of your family. So come Thanksgiving, if you get together <laughs> with your family, they're going to be with you. Um, so they will... Um, after February, they are allowed then maybe to do some traveling, like if they have a family member in the state or their family want to come here and visit them. But they don't allow it, the program, until about February because we want them to get really connected to this family here in the state. And with the Green Heart Exchange Program, what is your overall goal when connecting these families with these children? Um, I would say the main goal is to... Uh, one, build bridges between the United States and other countries. I believe there's nothing like learning about another culture, uh, whether it's us learning about theirs or them really learning about U.S. and to being here in person. There's a lot of things that get put out there on social media and things people are being taught or hear and read. And you can, you'll find that out when they come here. They're like, oh, I heard this about Florida or this about the United States. So, one, we're being able to really, you know, be a firsthand experience and a reality check for some of those mm-hmm. things that they may have heard. And for us, too, about another country. There's nothing, about, there's nothing like learning about someone when they're living in close, close quarters in your home. So, our goal is to bridge that, one, to embrace that. Um, also, to have them to be, be fully immersed in English. English because they've been learning English and many of them speak excellent English but to come here and to really be able to use that on a daily basis and to learn those little nuances and those little little things that you just don't learn in a book that's another part of it um, also Green Heart has a, a really a kind of a passion for volunteer work so the kids are um, required to do a certain amount of volunteer hours while they're here um, so that's really the key point there about what the mission is well again I have the privilege of chatting with Wanda Cox She's the Jacksonville coordinator for Green Heart Exchange. And Wanda, having another family member, like that that's a lot in all areas of your life, but especially financially. So does it come with a stipend um, to help people afford another child? Yeah, good question. And I will say once I, I am speaking from experience, so I am hosting a student this year mm. for the full year. It is my first year doing a full year. My family has done this for years ago. We did a couple weeks. We did a summer program with a kid from Spain. And so this year we're doing the full year. 
So I speak from experience. And so, no, this particular program does not have a stipend. So there are financial concerns. But what we uh, tell people is that um, they do come with their own health insurance. So you will not come out of your pocket for those types of things. They also come with their spending money that they would have for on a monthly basis that they would they would have for their toiletries and their things that they want to do. We also would say if you have any big major trips planned, say to Universal or Disney or, or wherever it might be, and those tickets are, you know, costly, we usually let them know in advance, or you could actually have a conversation with them or their family while they're there and say, this is something we would like to do, if they'd like to join us, and we'd love for them to join us, this is the cost of the ticket, and let them kind of have a choice about that. So we don't want it to be a financial burden. We don't want that to be a part of mm-hmm. it. So we try to say embrace them, and but also communication is key, and that you are really providing a bed. You are providing three meals, and you're providing local transportation. Mm-hmm. Now, local transportation means, too, if they are involved in sports and other things, you may help them learn how to use a bus system. You may get them connected with a carpool. You may do other things not just to be on you to be the one driving them back and forth because that can be costly and time-consuming as well. So it's really about, once again, if that was your own teenager, you know, you you probably would do some of those things, too. You're like, I can't take you everywhere every day. <laughs> So you would find other ways to do it. You know what I mean? And Wanda, you said you're going through this right now with a year-long student. What made you decide yeah, to do this? Um, well, we when I moved here, we just moved here about seven months ago. And this was already, like I said, kind of a passion of mine. Mm-hmm. I'd already done it. At least was on the, on the other side of it, not finding families. But I was a family. And when I moved here, it's kind of a funny story. I was actually looking for a part-time job for my son. I have a 17-year-old son. And I saw local coordinator for Greenheart. I did not know who they were. I read up on them. I was like, wow, they sound like a great organization. <laughs> and I said, this sounds like a good job for me. And I told my husband about it. He says, oh, wow, this sounds like you. You're always talking about the exchange student, how much you love it, and da 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 And so it was a perfect fit for me. And I went ahead and, and applied for it, got the job. And so I wanted to speak from a place of experience. And I think... It's one thing to have someone for 30 days. It's another thing to have someone for a year. Mm. So I didn't want to be that person to say, yeah, do this, do this. But have you done it? No, I haven't done it. So I wanted to do that, and I enjoy it. I, I traveled with the military, so I visited a lot of countries, and I enjoy it. So it's part of, I think, my makeup, who I am. So I wanted to do it anyway. Probably if I wasn't being a local coordinator, it would be something that would pique my interest and say, yeah, let's do this. What has been one of the most challenging things about being a host family right now? I think for me personally, it was just because we were so new to Florida, mm-hmm. and my husband and I are self-employed, and we were just kind of getting on our feet, you know, and getting trying to get solid foot here in Florida. So at first, it, we were a little hesitant about that, but um, you know what? I just felt like I was being called to do it, and I spoke to them, and they're like, yeah, okay, we can do it. And so I think the challenging thing was bringing us someone into that situation. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we just kind of keep communication up, you know, out there. And he knows that that's our situation. And we just work through that, meaning sometimes we might not do certain things because it's just not in the budget. Or this is where we are because of our situation. So that's mm-hmm. been the hardest thing for us. But I would say, really, the reward has outweighed any difficulty for us.
Mm, okay, and tell me about the reward that you're reaping right now. Well, I think, like I mentioned before, you really don't, um, you, you really get challenged in in life in general when you bring someone in your home in your mm. close quarters. They get to see the good, good <laughs> bad, and ugly about you. <laughs> and you get to learn, I think, uh, you're about patience and understanding mm. and communication and I think, you know, sometimes that challenges us about things that we believe and what we think. And I think that's a good thing. I think we can get very comfortable mm-hmm. um, with what we, we believe and not get challenged with that. So I think the rewards is, though, seeing another personality come into the home and how that can um, just shake things up a bit in a good way. Um, Pablo is a very... Uh, focused individual he's very disciplined and me and my family we're not we're kind of like loosey-goosey we're fun you know it's kind of fun oh we don't feel like it oh we do feel like it uh he's very disciplined he's actually doing piano this year paying for his own lessons bought a weighted piano he practices every morning practices every night goes to a lesson once a week so just you know that is kind of makes us kind of look at it reflect on ourselves and and uh, that's a good thing so also i think just um bringing someone in new you kind of want to show them things and experience things here in florida so it gets us out of the house probably maybe more than we would if there wasn't someone here and uh so it just yeah i think it's an exciting exciting way it shakes things up a little bit if someone's kind of on the fence on whether or not they want to be a host family but they don't think they're good enough what does a host family look like what kind of characteristics do they have okay well yeah i would say um please once don't think you're not good enough and don't do that but um i know what you mean the, the characteristics is really i guess the willingness to once again as i keep saying opening your home and your heart up because I think it takes that when you bring in someone else and um, you have to be willing to uh, communicate and have patience. And that's, you know, also dealing with your teenagers. Uh, they, they're going through difficult times sometimes. They just come out of the pandemic and they're coming here and they may be very excited, but they're also going to have their ups and downs of being very excited and then getting into a routine and then maybe missing, missing their family at the holidays. But we'll help prepare you for that and them for that but really all we're looking for one is a willingness um two is um if you have the means like i said you can be you can be a family with children you could be a couple empty nesters you could be a single person 26 and older the only challenge with a single person is either they have a really good support system or you know they have some flexibility probably in their work schedule you probably wouldn't want someone who's working 80 hours a week and the child is just at home all the time by themselves that wouldn't be ideal situation so we do want them to be able to be what we would consider you know a good parent being there there to talk to them there to share things with them and whatnot so i would say willingness is huge and just having that bed um, and if you have other children, it doesn't have to be their own room. If you have another teenager, they could have a bunk bed, a single bed, and share another room. So you don't have to say, oh, i got to have a separate room for them. That doesn't have to be a barrier. And um, I'm trying to see if I hit on everything. Um, yeah, so... 
that's the first step. If you if this excites you, if this resonates in your heart a little about, like sometimes people say, I've always wanted to do this. And I say, well, what's stopping you? <laughs> and then we get to the questions and the concerns, and then we can talk through. I had a family yesterday to call me. They were really excited over the, um, we met them at the Hot Air Balloon Festival in St. Augustine over the weekend. I had a green heart table there. And they were like, yes, we want to do this. We filled out the form. And then yesterday, you know, they went home and started talking about it. And then they had questions like you're kind of saying, uh, what do we do? What do they need to do? And they wanted to know about transportation. They want to know, well, what if we go to bed early? <laughs> and I just keep bringing them back, back to this. If this was your own child, if you've had children before, if this was your own child, what would you do? Or if this is someone visiting your home, what would you do? You might just say, hey, we have to get up to go to work early. We have an early bedtime. Do you mind keeping it down? So it's really just kind of common sense and things like that. And we just have to kind of keep the lines of communication open, I think, is key in all of this. One of the things I wanted to, wanted to know, Wanda, is there a need for more host families here, especially in Jacksonville? Um, there is. We are always looking for families. Um, Greenheart uh, is, is a well-known organization that ends up getting about, I believe, last year. Like, once again, this is all picking up from the pandemic. So last year... Certain counties said no to it. So last year, Duval County did say yes. Last year, St. John's didn't. Well, this year, St. John's saying yes. I have already placed one student in St. John's. So there is uh, more availability now to place students in this area. And we always have students adding to the database. So right now we have, a, I think, maybe 100 or more. And we usually get close to 500 students. Wow. And we have a certain time frame that we need to place them. And once again, it's not just Florida. It is in other states. But I'm here and I'm looking to place students in Florida if I can. Wanda, just from your own experience so far, because you started this in August, right? Um, what has been your yes. favorite memory uh, while doing this? Mm, favorite memory? Um, well, we have quite a bit of little, little things that we've done that um, make me, I guess, one of my memories, we went to a beach, and it was way too cold to get in the water, and Pablo is quite adventuresome, and I, I have a little bit of adventurous side to me, so I just remember I had a, a summer dress on, and it was way too cold for that. The sun had went down, and he pulled his pants legs up, and he ran into the ocean, and I went in there, too. We, did, we just went up to our knees, and we have a photo kind of capturing that. And I think it just kind of captures us, uh, uh, my husband and my son, kind of like, okay, they're going to stay back over there, and <laughs> we're going to kind of go for it and be a little silly. So it was just, you know, it's a nice memory. And we're still learning Florida ourselves. So we got out and saw the manatees uh, uh, about a month ago, and we just, we were all just, just loved that experience. They were just such big, gentle-looking creatures, yeah. and we just stood there, and we loved it, and that was, like, one of our special memories. So, really, just getting out. I'm a family person. That's, like, my love language is being with family. So, any memory of us kind of doing something as a family is just really special to me. And do most folks... Excuse me. Do most host families stay in contact um, after the child isn't with them anymore? Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So the boy that we hosted for 30 days for three summers in a row, he actually is going to the university now in New Jersey, and he communicates with us on WhatsApp. We actually had the family, like the second summer, they said, hey, you're welcome, Aiden, my son, Aiden could come to Spain if you want, or you guys could wow. come. We haven't done that yet, but I would love to. So many people, uh, and I talked to a lot of people over the weekend, too, who were exchange students or had them in the past, 
they've had friendships that last for a long time. So, mm-hmm. yes, indeed, um, it's, it is a, building a really a good friendship. I mean, think about it. A year is quite a bit of time to really get to know someone. And that family is really feels special connection with you because you, you're providing a safe, secure mm-hmm. home for their child. And usually you have some conversations throughout the year with the family. Uh, Pablo's family actually are kind of doing a bike tour, and they send us photos and kind of let us know where they're at every now and then. So I feel like I know them, even though I've never met them. Oh, my gosh, I love how intimate and special that is. Like, you get one person, and then you get their whole family tacked on with that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And the same with this side. You know, I took yeah. my mom lives in North Carolina, and we went to visit my mom, and we're going to go again for Easter. But, you know, he gets to meet my mom, my sister, her family, my mom's three-legged dog, you know, <laughs> and then you just start to feel really connected and learn more about the family. (laughs) Well, Wanda, tell me again where we can go to find out more information on the Green Heart Exchange Program. All right. So people can go to um, Green... I'm just going to give you... Kind of make sure I give you the best one. You can go to hostwithgreenheart.org. I think that would be, yeah, the best one. Hostwithgreenheart.org. And on that page, there will be a couple of different tabs and blocks of information, but just look for the thing that says host. I'm interested in hosting. And when is the deadline to click that, hey, I'm interested button? We would love for people to do it like right now. (laughs) If you hear this today and it's speaking to you, reach out now. Once again, it doesn't mean you're committed, but if you have interest, but we really would like it to be sooner than later. Once, because you got to work with schools, you got to get letters of permission forms signed, and the school will take the kid. So there's a lot of, I'm gonna say a lot, but there's some pieces to puzzle to put together, and we would like to get that done so the kid can already be notified. Hey, you have a placement instead of waiting to the end of May to be say, hey, am I gonna get to the United States or not? Because they're on the other side of the world waiting for that placement, but. For as far as the state deadline, we need to do this by May May first. And how can the host family start preparing now for that student to come? Um, I would say, you know, go ahead and get this process going because as you do that, you're going to talk more to with me. You're going to learn more about it, and then once we get them placed, the student will get notified. And many times, what they'll do is they'll email you. They might want to set up a Zoom call that you can set up a call with the family, and that really, if you have kids of your own or even just for you know if you don't have kids that really gets you connected and starts making you build that relationship before they get here and Mm. I think that eases some of their anxiety about it they already have a face to put with the name and that can be just a really good way to have it um, already in the works and then it's not this last minute I Pablo happened to get notified like two days and two days later he was on a plane coming here but we did get to do a zoom call his was a little more of a last minute because we had just kind of moved here and it got it happened that way but uh so yeah and you can just talk to your family about it you know even get them involved in it like okay what country would you like to learn more about Mm -hmm. if we were to bring in a student what would that be and we have students for like over like 60 countries so right now with the bulk of the students are poland germany spain czech republic uh, we'll probably start having a bunch more coming in from Brazil, Japan, but there are from all over the place. Thailand, I've seen them from Thailand. So if you have an interest or maybe you were an exchange student or you were from that country and now you live here, that might be just a great connection that you will have with that student. 
All right. Well, Wanda, thank you so much for all you're doing and for being such a great neighbor, neighbor in our neighborhood. Well, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it, Kobe. Thank you for listening to Our North Florida Neighborhood. Listen again next week. And if you have an event or organization you'd like highlighted, please contact Colby King at Colby, C-O-L-B-I, at jacksonville.radio.